strong word and say, Hey, not me. The Bible says I am blessed. The Bible says he was made poor that I may become rich. The Bible says I am not weak. The Bible says I am the head and not the tail. Go ahead and reign in life. Go ahead and move mountains. Go ahead and jump. Go ahead and win. Go and make lots of progress in life. Why? It's possible. You are listening to a podcast by Senior Pastor of Life Free Church, Prophet Gomezio Shamani. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. I'm going to be sharing on something that has to do with your next level glory or your next level vision. Depending on what you want to pick up from that. Now, the Bible in Colossians chapter number 3, starting from verse 1, if you do have NKJV. NKJV. You don't have. Alright. Alright, the Bible says, If ye then be reason with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Next verse. And it says, set your affection on the things above, not the things on the earth. Now, I hope you've read with me because I want you to catch something very interesting. Number one, the Bible tells us from this one that we were raised with Christ and we are seated with him. And the next thing it tells us is that we should set our minds on the things of above, not the things of the earth. So, let's see if you've got this. What should we set our minds on? Let me hear from you. What should we set our minds from? On the things which are of above, right? So the Bible tells us to set our minds on the things that are above. But the next question I'll ask is, where are these things that are above? Where are these things that are above? Ah, everyone is shocked. I thought we were reading this one. If ye are, or if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where? Where Christ is seated. It simply means those things that are above are where what? Christ is seated. Amen and amen. So those things that are above are where Christ is seated. And the Bible tells us to seek those things which are above, not the things of the earth. But now my next question is, we've understood that the things of, we should seek the things from above, and then the next thing it tells us is that the things from above are where Christ is seated. How? My next question is, where are you? Where are you? 
Ask your neighbor, where are you? <laughs> Alright. Your answer is here. If you then be risen with Christ. If you then be risen with Christ. Seek the things which are above where Christ sitteth. So Christ sits somewhere, right? He sits above. And that's where the things of above are, right? It simply means if I were to ask you where are you, you are also above. Hello? So it tells you that you, you belong to a certain realm. So if you belong to a certain realm, your focus should be of the things in the realm that you belong to. Praise be to God. I really want to show you something. I really want you to understand this because we're talking about our next level glory or our next level vision. And the Bible tells us that we should choose. In fact, we should focus on the things that are from above. Now, why should we focus on the things that are from above? It is because focus is a law that influences transformation in our lives. Focus is a law that influences transformation in our life. Because you may think, why is God telling me to focus on things from above, not the things from the earth? Why is he doing that? Yeah, I know I'm from above, but why should I focus on those things from above? It's because the law of focus influences transformation. How do we know this? In Second Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse 18, we see the, in, the, the transformation that is influenced. Second Corinthians 3. Verse 18. Okay. Wow, he catches up. I'll read it for you. The Bible says, But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding in as a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from the glory, or rather from glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord, but rather by the Spirit of the Lord. So what is the Bible saying? The Bible is showing us that we behold the glory of God. So what are we doing? We are focusing. Something that is of above. That's the glory of God, right? So we behold the glory of God in its various spheres in its various expressions, whether through the word of God, God himself, you know, we behold the glory of God. And the Bible says, as we behold the glory of God, we are transformed according to what we behold. Amen and amen. We are transformed according to what we behold. And the Bible says that transformation takes place by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God influences that transformation. Now, there are two things I want to lay out. Number one, the Bible says we are transformed from what? From glory to what? To glory. Now, you observe something when progresses are taking place in the realm of the spirit or progresses that are happening uh, uh, in the realities of God's kingdom. Whenever you talk of glory to glory, 
you need to understand that when you're moving from glory to glory, the glory is progressive. Amen and amen. The glory is progressive. That's why the Bible says the glory of the latter shall be what? Greater than the glory of the former. So, latter glory is not, it's not that it's bad. It's great. But when you move to next glory, it needs to be what? It needs to be greater. It needs to be better. So, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you to this place. Number one, we were taught to focus on the things of above. And then we've seen that when we focus on the things of above, we experience a level of transformation. And we are moved from glory to glory. Come, Digonza. I'll give you an example. Come. Re- remove your jacket. Oh, you were about to put it on. <laughs> okay, remove your jacket. So, here is this. Imagine Deacon Sam is a representation of the glory of God. And the Bible says, I behold the glory of the Lord like a mirror, and then I am transformed into this image as I behold it. Then it says, I'm, I'm transformed from glory to glory. It simply means, today, if I see Deacon Sam, or if I see him who is the glory of God, what will happen is that the same image that is here, the same image that Deacon Sam has is the same image I'm going to take up. Praise be to God. It's the same image I'm going to take up. Why? The Holy Spirit will ensure I become that image. But then remember it said from glory to glory. It simply means Put on that jacket. I took up this the last time I beheld the glory of God. But the next time you find when I behold the glory of God, I'll find the Lord wearing a jacket. So I need to take up that new glory. So the depth of how I dig into God, of how I focus on God, will influence my transformation. So how much are you seeing of God? How much are you beholding of God? And the truth is, the depth of your focus is the level and the vision you are today. The, the God you've beheld is the level you are today. Remember, Paul says, I travel for you until Christ is fully formed in you. So your level today is how much you are seeing God. Now think about it. If the law of transformation, or rather the law of focus, enables you to experience transformation, what happens if your focus is on the things of the earth? What happens? It simply means there might be a problem with you. And then I know, if I focus on the things from above, the Holy Spirit transforms me into this image. Who transforms you into the things of the earth? In the image of the earth. Praise be to God. That's why it's possible for some people, they were, they were on fire. They were on fire. And then suddenly they lost that fire. Some of you have even seen people who even denounce their faith. You can't denounce your faith 
minus face putting your eyes off Jesus. You have to focus on something on the earth. And then they will tell you, and then they will tell you, guys, let's have common sense. Where is common sense? It's on the earth. But you, when you are focusing on the things of above, you, you are focusing on, on a system that is higher than common sense. You are working with the law of faith. And faith is not Tao. Because it was in operation when the worlds were created. It's not Tao. Amen and amen. Now, yes, you may sit. I'm really showing you this. Because if the Bible says you need to move from glory to glory, then there is a demand for your visions to keep changing. Hello? If you need to move from glory to glory, there is a demand for your visions to keep changing. You cannot deconsume 2021 should not be deconsume 2024. Amen and amen. Because if deconsume 2021 is deconsume 2024, then we'll say he, he is not beholding the glory of God. He's not, he's not outgrown the depth of what he's seen in the Lord. Imagine if he just saw a side of Jehovah Jireh and he only relates from that angle. What if he needs healing? He needs to learn to get to know God as Jehovah Rapha. Amen and amen. So what I'm saying is your version must change. And I want for a moment to ask you this. Can you compare the glory you are walking in now with the glory you had in the former days? Have you increased? Have you reduced? What has happened to you? I can tell you that whatever result you can testify to have today is as a result of what you focused on. Now here is the thing. Remember I asked you a very important question. I said, where are you? And you answered, you are from above. Yet you who is from above is given the choice to choose whether you focus on what is above or what is on the earth. Amen and amen. Now, if you cannot get to a place where you allow your visions to increase, and I'll be very honest with you, then it simply means in your functioning as someone who is above, who is meant to influence the earth, your impact will be little or nothing. Your vision today will determine whether you will make impact in life. Your vision today will determine whether you will become someone who will be beneficial to your sphere of contact. In Luke chapter number 8 and verse 39. 
I'll show you this. Luke 8 and verse 39. Jesus is speaking to someone. Alright? This is a conclusion of a miracle that has taken place. Now Jesus is speaking to someone and he says, Return to your house. And tell what great things God has done for you. And the person obviously returns to his house, etc. Now, here is this. Jesus told this man, go back to your family, sir. Go back to your family and tell your family what God has done for you. Now, what did God do for this person? We'll go back. Verse 27. The man was told to go back to his family. But what happened to this man? Now I want to show you who this man was. The Bible says, and when he stepped out on the land, who is Jesus Christ, he stepped on the land. The Bible says, there he met a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes. Nor did he live in a house, but in tombs. So I'm sure you can guess what his miracle was. His miracle was that he was delivered from demonic possession. Now, if you read later on, the Bible will tell you that this man, they tried to control him. They tried to put cuffs on him. They tried to put him in a house. They tried to put clothes on him. But the influence of evil made no clothes, tombs, to be his default setting. Now, we thank God that this man received a miracle, right? But here is where it's painful. No one could help him. No one in his own family could help him. He only had to go back to his own family for a testimony. You know what that means? It simply means someone with a higher vision of themselves had to come with a solution when a solution could easily be found if someone in his own family stepped into a higher vision. That simply means if you are not growing, if you are not changing your vision, the first people to suffer is your own family. It will be painful, very painful if there is someone in your household who needs a miracle and you cannot communicate it. It would be very painful if someone in your family needs something to allow them to progress but you cannot communicate it. You cannot communicate it not because you don't want to but your vision can't allow it. Your vision can't allow it. So how are you, are you seeing this? You, here a man is tormented by many demons. What, what is his family doing? Nothing. So his family now has to watch him naked in shame. His family has to watch him live in tombs. Ah, not me. 
That's why it is important that you and I begin to grow from glory to glory. From next level vision to next level vision. Because if we cannot and do not grow in our visions, the first people to suffer is our family. Then our community. Then our nation. Then our continent. We are reflections of the, best of the visions we are today. Ah! People are so excited when they read Proverbs 4 and the Bible says the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto perfection. Why should your path shine brighter yet your vision remains the same? No. Why should your path receive glory yet your life is not going to receive any glory? That should be an error. I would rather, I would rather I say, Father, the next level should not be in my path, but in me first. Prosper me before you prosper my path. Increase me before you increase my path. Because if you keep walking in the path of the righteous that shines brighter and brighter with that same vision, hey, it becomes a problem. Do you know how it becomes? It becomes like me giving my little daughter a car to drive. Progress becomes dangerous to an ungrowing believer. Yes. Now listen. In the book of Acts chapter number 19 the Bible tells us that Paul was working out diverse miracles, signs and wonders among the people. And in verse 11 the Bible shows us that people were seeing those miracles. Then a sect of people or a sect of Sons, known as the sons of Skeva, decided they wanted the next level glory of Paul and decided to walk in them with their current visions. So, what do they do? What they saw Paul doing, they thought they just had to imitate. Without being intimate with who Paul was intimate with. And so what do they do? They say, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches. What do they do? They even know the formula. The formula is come out. Yes. They didn't say, I bind you. They didn't say, thou art loose. They say, come out. Correct formula. Very correct. Amen and amen. And even though they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Listen. Even though you say, maybe the mistake is the fact that they said, whom Paul preaches. Listen, even though they didn't say, whom Paul preaches. And they just said, in the name of Jesus. 
Bekia sudah. That's why, listen. That's why when the demons reacted, the demons did not correct their grammar. The demon did not correct the wrongness of their prayer. The demon questioned their relevance and who they are. Their vision. So if you think those guys only made a mistake because of what they said. No, it's not what they said. I mean, even people like uh, Elisha would say, where is the God of Elijah? He's not just saying, where is the God? He's saying, where is the God of Elijah? But these guys are saying, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches? And then the Bible, next, next verse, what does it say? Yeah. Then the Bible says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Not personally. He is known because of the work he's doing, the impact he's doing. Paul, I know. But who are you? What have you done? Your vision, nothing. Who are you? Now, let me tell you who these guys were. These guys are from, are the sons of Sceva. Ah. Let me explain deeper. These guys are the sons of a chief priest. Sceva was a chief priest. Wait, 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 wait. These guys are the sons of a pastor. Pique. It's, ah, it simply means if they are sons of a priest, they belong to a certain lineage of priests. Ah, there's something that we are teaching, right? What are we teaching on Sunday? What have we been learning on Sunday? Last week. Alright. So in short, these guys are under the line of priesthood. Next verse. Go go to verse 16. The Bible says, Then the man whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, did what? Overpowered them and prevailed against them. Where is the prevailing priest? There's a problem. Hey. Mr. Prince. Now that's why when I'm preparing you for Sunday. We need your vision to increase. Because we don't want to. Oh, I'm a prevailing priest. I'm a prevailing priest. I'm telling you. <laughs> now, an evil spirit is dealing with sons of a priest. That's why I tell people, listen, be careful some of these things that you declare. And you say, I walk in the shoes of my father. Where? How? 
you need your own vision. Because not even the shoes of your father will make you walk into heaven. Yeah. God is not going to inspect which shoes you are putting on when walking into heaven. Huh? I know these shoes. These shoes are from life region. No. So they should have easily walked in the shoes of their father, Skeva. One priest. They should have easily walked into the shoes of whom Paul preaches. But this time, the Bible is saying, who are you? You are the, the evil spirits are saying, you're not relevant. You're not relevant. Your vision is useless. Now, I said, if your vision is poor, your family will not benefit from you, right? Number two, if your vision is poor, you will be overpowered. Do you know why some of you find yourself in situations, ah, you want to do good, but you, st- you end up doing bad. You want to do good, you are being overpowered and something is prevailing against you. Something is prevailing against you. And when it prevails against you, look at what the Bible says. I, I know when I first read this scripture, it was very funny. But when I read it again and again, I said, mm, this scripture is not funny. No, I said it's not funny. I said, what if my vision is not sufficient? Now listen, the Bible says, and the evil spirit overpowered them, prevailed against them. You, you, guys, I thought if overpowering is, is just enough. Again, you prevail against them. And then it says, so that they fled out of their house, naked, and wounded. Yes, maybe it's the naked part that we used to laugh about. But the next part is not funny. They left wounded. Oh, it's too funny. (laughs) No, they left wounded. They left wounded. No, maybe you're wounded. Your interpretation of wounded is strange. Maybe let me give you in another way. Let me give you another way. When something is prevailing against you, your woundedness will be depression. Your woundedness will be sulking in serious anxiety. That's your woundedness. Your woundedness will be being broken. You are failing to heal. That's being wounded. Then something has overpowered you. Dear Mr. and Miss Prevailing Priest. So until your next vision comes up, you and depression will dine together. Until you get to deal with your vision, there are certain challenges, you will always meet them. Yes, because something is prevailing against you. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Now, my challenge is these these guys knew 
They knew that it's to cast out demons to say out. They knew that the power was in the name of Jesus. So it simply means they were not strangers to things that happen in church. Wait, 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 wait. It simply means they attended service. Attendance sheet. They were there. But nothing was changing about them. They sat on black chairs. <laughs> now, their problem is what the Bible says in Second Timothy 3 verse 5. Because the Bible says these are things that will happen in the last days. In Second Timothy 3 verse 5, the Bible unveils the problems of these guys who are the sons of Sceva. Or even just people who seem not to be getting results and are overpowered. Where is their problem? Their problem is this. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. Listen, I'll tell you this. Not everyone who calls themselves social media influencers and say they are Christians are Christians. They are not. Some of them. They'll say, me, I'm a Christian. No, you've got a form of godliness. You've got a form of godliness. Because, listen, the Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. Unto what? Unto what? Unto salvation. What is salvation? Transformation. So if you say, I'm a Christian, Yet your life hasn't changed. You have a form of godliness, but you've denied the power of God unto transformation. Amen and amen. So if you want to show us you're a Christian, will you see it in your living? Not in your speaking. Glory to God. So, these guys are like this. These are the scavers. They have a form of godliness. Their father is a priest. Their father is a pastor. He's a papa. So they know the things that happen in church. They can even quote scripture. Listen. Do you know that Paul was a Pharisee? In short, he studied the books of the law, the Pentateuch. But he was killing the church. So he had the form of godliness. Amen and amen. So these guys also had the form of godliness. But they were denying the power thereof. What was that power thereof? It was that scripture which I read for you. We behold the glory of God like a mirror. And we are transformed in that image. So they have a form of godliness. But their focus is somewhere else. Their focus is on the earth. That's why they are denying the power thereof. Ah. I will not talk about that last part. It's another sermon. Stay away from such. <laughs> now, verse 7 is where now the problem is. This is also another problem. So he says, these guys are always in church. And what are they doing? They are always learning. And never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Guys, their teachings have taught. Abba. 
Some of them come every Sunday. Block, 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 block. Block that modium block, block, block. Amen. Amen. <laughs> they are always learning. Always. Sunday service, midweek service, or every service, holidays, every service. They are learning, they, in short, they attend to the class where God is teaching. But they are just never able to come to the truth. You know what that simply means? They are denying it. They're just denying it. They will say, Amen. That's my word. Yes. That's my word. What a po- Pastor says, can you delete that? And you know what they do? Yes, Pastor, I hear you. They get their phone, delete. And then they are seeing that remain in recycle bin for 30 days. <laughs> so they will not do permanent delete. They will delete. After five days, how many days do I have left to redeem what I deleted? 25. And so they restore. <laughs> Saints of God. I came to tell people that sometimes your problem is in your vision. It's in your vision. How many times are people going to tell you the same thing? Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do I mean, if you are struggling with it, don't worry, it's your vision. It's your vision that has a challenge. But the challenge is if your vision is not improved, you know who's going to suffer first. Even before we go to your family, you yourself, you will suffer because there are things that will prevail over you. They will. They really will. Because at the end of the day, we don't want you get into a place where you begin to question Christianity and say, but I rebuked that demon. Why? Why are these things still happening to me? So, we will continue with this and get to learn how to truly change your vision. Not kuzinama. Nachinja, in Nachinja, but you're still doing the same things over and over and over. Let's rise to our feet. Our next topic is how to improve yourself. Because if the sons of Sceva, those who were under priesthood, failed to produce results, then we need to see what we need to do as true priests, how we can improve ourselves. 
Amen and amen. Because at the end of the day, the more we grow in better visions, the more we become useful, the more our family begins to benefit. So if you want to know if there is a demand for your vision to increase, go back to your family. What is it, what is it that you are failing to sort out? That's just something to push you that my vision should go grow. If you want to know what that your vision is outdated, come back to your own personal life. What is prevailing against you? How is it that what you want and what you do are different? Then there is something that is prevailing against you that is leaving you wounded and stripping you. Gracious Father, we thank you for today's word. How we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you train us to diligently improve our visions. May we go to our next level glory, our next level visions. In the name of Jesus, we pray that push us to levels of growth that we become effective in our walk with you. In Jesus' precious holy name. May no one lag behind. May no one be down in their hearing, rejecting the message of Christ. May we not reach to a place where we are always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. May we not be in a place where we are ineffective and just having a form of godliness. In Jesus' precious holy name. Thank you for the transformation. Also thank you for the service. For everyone that has come through, may you bless them. Bless their households. For the offering that is yet to be given. Bless it in the precious name of Jesus. And we close this service thanking you for speaking to us. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Mm -hmm.